In this presentation, we will take a look at the data entry of entering the profit and loss or income statement into the Schedule C. Here is our test 1040. We're going to be entering this information, of course, into the Schedule C. This is where most of our concentration will be as we enter the data to a Schedule C for the profit and loss, the actual data input process. Remember what our plan is. We're going to enter this information from our profit and loss, which is on this side, or you could think about it as entering it from a trial balance if you're comfortable with that. Note that the profit and loss could be in the format of just a paper. You could have printed the piece of paper. You could have wrote this down by hand. You could have gotten it or printed it from tax software, or you might put it into Excel. I do recommend putting it into Excel in some type of format, possibly just this type of format if you're used to just seeing a plus and minus type format. If you know debits and credits, then having the trial balance, you can enter it in as a trial balance, really is helpful because you have that balancing kind of concept. We'll take a look at both of these methods as we make adjustments. We're going to be entering using just basically this format, just the profit and loss or income statement. We'll go line by line and just enter this information into the software. Note that as we go through the forms, some of the line items will tie out exactly the names, some won't. And we'll have to figure out how to put this into the tax software as best we can. What we're not going to do is make any changes right now. We're going to assume that our starting point is just to take this information, put it directly into the system, then ask questions about it. So note, we're going to run into things like meals, where we may know that there's, a, there's some adjustment that needs to be made. But we want to double check what that adjustment is going to be in some way. That's going to be the perspective that we have. And therefore, we're not going to make the adjustment now. If we, if we were to make the adjustment, we would want to make it on the schedule now and in the software. But if we, if we don't know what that adjustment is, then we want to do what we can do to tie out to the net income number first. I want to get to this number on the tax return so that then we can go back to any of these adjustments that need to be made and just adjust them systematically. Because if I start at a point that doesn't tie out to this net income and isn't reconciled to it in any way, the data input that we do will be useless in the future because we'll forget why we didn't enter this or that. We won't tie out and we'll have to go through the whole thing again. So our goal is to basically enter it, know that there's going to be a bunch of things we need to change, tie out to this number so that when we change them, we could do it and just change one thing at a time. And note that we're always tying out to our worksheet we're always good going forward. So we're going to enter this line by line then just take our, our profit and loss, which is of course revenue. And then we have cost of goods sold, gross profit, and then all the expenses, the business deductions in essence, tie out to this. The gross profit minus the expenses is the net income. So the first thing we're going to have is our gross profit. So we'll enter that in line one. I'm going to use data input screens with the software. Note that you don't have to have this particular software. You could just enter this directly into the forms or use some other software. It would be nice to have some type of software. So we're going to enter. I'm just going to enter the total income, which was the 222754. And so that's going to be this item. So we basically entered that item. Maybe we even want to check it off as we go and say turn it green or something and say that we've entered that item, which is the sum of all the income amounts just put it in we put it in here in one line item now the first thing we have a question on of course is the cost of goods sold because it's in the tax form you usually have a calculation for it notice in the data input we have this little calculation and if you go to the forms then and you look at uh, the cost of goods sold is here 
but on line two, then you break out the cost of goods sold. It's the cost of goods sold formula, beginning inventory plus purchases and minus ending inventory in essence. So what we're going to do then for now, I don't know what that is. All I have is the profit and loss. That's one of the types of things that we have an issue with it. And so all I, ha all I see is that 39,500. So I'm going to have to ask a question about that, but I want to push forward and enter that 39,500 into the calculation. Well, one way we could do that is to put that in as purchases, meaning beginning inventory zero, we purchased 39,500 and then ending inventory zero. So that would, the formula would come out with 39,500. So we would say, if we did that, then here's our calculation population. And that pulls up to our first line. There's the 39,500 gives us our gross profit. So again, that's our that's our first question. You're going to say, well, you know, we, we should have the beginning inventory purchases and ending inventory to to get that number uh, to be accurately in terms of the calculation of the cost of goods sold calculation. So then we have the gross profit. We've got that number. So we've entered this first item. Next, we're going to go straight down to these items. So we've got the auto expense. So if we go back over auto expense, we can see is right here. So if I jump to that screen i'm going to say i want to enter this directly into the schedule c now notice the auto expense again has a lot of different types of things that could be involved with it so we're just going to force it right now 1038 as an auto expense but we could use the direct method or the in or we can use the mileage method to figure that out so again i have a question about that i'm going to highlight it and say well Maybe we don't want to use that number. Maybe we want to use some other number. But we're going to put it in there for now and then ask that later and change it systematically line by line. Then we're going to go to the bank state, the bank service charges. That's pretty straightforward, bank service charges. You'll notice there's no input screen here for the bank service charges. So I'm going to put that on page two and just add in other expenses bank service charges. So if it's business related, we'll get more into what is the business expense, what's it business related. But we, if it's on this line item, if it's somewhere in here, we should tie out to that. That's going to be our default. We're going to put it into these lines if we can. If we can't, then we're going to say, all right, that's okay. It still very well may be a legitimate expense. And we'll just list it out in the other expenses down below. So we've got that item. Nothing's here. So we'll leave that. That's zero for now. Charitable contributions. Now, I'm going to say right now, I don't, I, I might ask, I don't think I can deduct charitable, maybe because those go on the Schedule A typically, but I'm going to put it in and ask about it. Maybe ask the supervisor or someone else. I want to push forward without making that adjustment. If I know exactly what that adjustment is, I might adjust it now, adjust the net income and do the adjustment for it. But I'd rather input it and ask the question and then make sure that I could still tie out to this number. If I just remove it and I don't, I don't put any reference as what's going on that I won't know why and I'll, and I won't be able to push forward. So what I want to do is say, okay, I'm, I'm not sure about that one, but I'm going to input it and then ask a question about it. So that's another one we'll put in the other expenses, other expenses down here. And you can see in uh, the page one, then those other expenses will be added up and put into other expenses here. And here's what our uh, gross profit is so far. See what else we have. I'm going to say, all right, we got that one. We input that computer and internet expenses now note if we look through here we might say hmm i don't know maybe part of that is utilities for the internet expenses or maybe part of that is going to be into office expenses or something like that office supplies 
or we could just put another line item again down on page two and say, okay, I don't know exactly where to put it. I'm going to put it in another grouping, computer and internet and list it down there. So nothing in depreciation as of now. That's something we might have to deal with. We have the insurance, nothing in there as of now. We might have to deal with that. I'm going to make it yellow because I think we probably will have to deal with that. And then interest expense, 2980 So here we put it on line 16, interest and other. So you want to be careful, make sure that it's a legitimate interest on a loan or something like that. But we're going to put the interest expense in uh, the system. And there's a line for that, so we'll choose that line for it. And then we've got meals. And again, meals is another one where some, I know there's some weird rules to meals. But I'm going to put it in there as is right now. I want to put it at the 11,000 because I want to get out to this number and then tie into it. Now, when you get into tax software, you might notice that the tax software will try to make an adjustment for you. And, and that could mess you up when you're trying to not make an adjustment. So, for example, I would think that mostly the meals would be in this 50% category. We'll talk about meals later, but I'm going to say it's 50%. If I put the 11,000 there and I go back up and say forms and, and I look into the meals, it put 5,500. And that, that would be right. That's probably a correct adjustment. And I could adjust for it right now. But I really want to get to this number first. And it's going to be easiest to get to that number first if I don't start breaking these numbers out. Because, I mean, I won't be able to go back. If I'm off, I won't know exactly which one is off if I've just started breaking all these numbers out. So I'd rather get to this number first and then start making my breakouts. So what I want to do is say, okay, that's right, software. But I don't want to do that yet. So what I want to do is say, well, maybe I'll put this in at twice that amount, highlight it, and then go back. And again, my strategy is to, is to say, I want it at the 11,000. I know it's wrong, but I want it there so that the, the net income will tie out. And then I want to make adjustments systematically so that I don't get messed up. I don't know which thing is wrong and have to basically check every number again. So we're going to go through that. And then we've got the miscellaneous expenses. So we're going to put that in the other categories. So we have miscellaneous expenses. And so we found that one. And then we're going to say office supplies. And so if we go into office supplies, we have that item. So here it is. And it's, a, it's on a line item. So I'm going to put it there instead of other. And so obviously it's calculating our, our gain and loss or gain as we go so far. So there's the office supplies. And then we have payroll. So here's the payroll. I'm going to have questions on that because, you know, there could be different things involved in the payroll. But for right now, I'm going to put that into the wages. So here's the wages that we have. And so we found that item. There's nothing in the taxes so far, which is unusual. So we'll take a look at that. And then penalties. Now we could, well, what penalties? What are they penalties on? And do you get a deduction for penalties? What if they're penalties for, for it? We, that might be questions about that. But again, I'm not going to break it out now. I'm going to put it in place. I'm going to get to this number. And then we'll start thinking about how to break those items out. So we put the penalties and we put them in place. I'm going to just make another line item for the penalties. And then the next one is the uh, government official bribes. I mean, the political contributions. So political contributions in order to not make them bribes, at least or attempt. They make them not, you're, they're not usually tax deductible. But, but again, I'm going to put them in there right now because I want to basically get down to the, to the net income calculation before making those adjustments. So we'll put that into the political contributions and say, all right, we've got that one and there's no rent here. So now we have telephone expense and then the utilities. 
Now again, the utilities, I'm kind of, I'm kind of questioning because I'm, my question is, do they have another office or something? If it's a home office, then the utilities might be on the home office or something like that, which we might want to break out into the business use of the home. So I'm going to put these two in place, the telephone and the utilities. So the telephone, I have another line item in other, and then the utilities we put up top in uh, the utilities line item, which is here. And that gives us, if we take a look at our net income now, 43,217. And we're going to go, okay, we'll cross off our fingers and hope that that ties out here. And it looks like it does. Now, obviously, a lot of times, even if, you know, we didn't make any adjustments, even if we tried to make this come out just exactly the way we did it, then this number may not tie out. In our case, it actually did because you were watching me. So I was kind of nervous and I made sure everything was done correctly but a lot of times I'll put it in there and it doesn't tie out even though I tried to make it tie out even though I didn't make any other adjustments or tried to do anything funny and so what we want to do then if if I tried to make these numbers exactly what's in the system then I can go back in and just tick and tie these numbers out and I should be able to find them all I don't have to think about oh yeah well here's the meals but then half of that isn't there and then this isn't there no I just want to get to this number first and then go and think of and then makes the adjustments so that we're always tied out because otherwise you just got a bunch of things in your head and really what happened it's just a data entry error and so if all these are the case then you got to go back in if there's something wrong in other words if there was something that's not right if this number doesn't tie out to the tax return then what you want to do is go in and take and tie everything out of course it's not in the same order so you're going to go ah it's not in the same order i got all these they're all you know all over the place so the first question you might go is if this number did not tie out and we got to figure out which number is off, we could either go from the tax return to the, the form or we can go from the form to the tax return. Just kind of depends which way you want to go. Note that what's typically going to be off, however, are the expenses because there's more of them. Probably an expense that's going to be off. So the income is usually easier to check. And then you could just you have to go through this and just tick and tie the whole thing off, right? You can say, all right, here's the auto expense. I'm going to find that. And then I'm going to go back to the return and say, yeah, that ties out to that number. And then here's the, the uh, bank service charges. And then I'm going to go back to the tax return. And I'm going to say bank service charges down here. Yeah, that ties out to that number. And then, and then if I get to something like meals, I don't have to say, well, here's the meals. And I'm going to go back over here and it should be like half meals over here. I don't have to do that. I just tie out to this number. And then uh, when I when I need to make an adjustment, then I adjust them later. So in our case, it's all it all looks good. So we're at that 43,217. That's not the end of the story, of course, because, again, there's going to be adjustments to all these to all these things. And we'll think about those as we go. But this will be the, all the, all the yellow items or questions that we have. And so as we go through the publications, we'll take a look at those items and zoom in on them with more, with more detail. But this will give us our starting point. We're at 43,217 right now. Again, not completed. This isn't a completed item, but this is the data input up until this point. Then we'll use this and go through and just note that our net income at this point now will flow through and we'll see it in the schedule one. So here it is on, on Schedule 1, and that flows through to the 1040. So there it is on the 1040. And then, of course, we also have the self-employment tax. So self-employment tax calculated at 6106, which is on the 1040. 
and there it is on the 6106. We also see that the half of the self-employment tax is above the line deduction, 3053. We see that on Schedule 4. Uh, I'm sorry, on Schedule 1. <laughs> There's the 3053 adjustments to income, which is the difference between the uh, total income, line 6, and the adjusted gross income, line 7. And then, of course, we have the qualified business deduction that's being calculated for us by the system as well. All that is now basically in place. That's going to be our starting point. And then as we go through the system and look at different components, then we'll make some adjustments and we'll consider these in context. So you can see it in context with all the other forms and all the other things that are going to be involved in it. Uh, as we look at the Schedule C, of course, note the format that we've got the gross receipts minus the cost of goods sold gives us our gross income minus expenses gives us our tax our um, the, well these are our total expenses gives us our tentative profit and then if we have a business use of the home that would be on line 30 and then line 31 net profit or loss will be our item here